0: Because it is the same as controlling a football. If you time it right with the ball coming and drop your foot back, then you're going to control it well. If your timing's off, you're not going to control it well. And it's the exact same with landing a jump. If you if you time your feet hitting the edge of the wall and the bend of your ankle, your leg and everything, the mechanics of it, if you time it well, it's going to be quiet and soft. If you time it badly, it will be loud and slap. So...
1: Hi, Louis here, glad that you stopped by. On today's episode of Swapping Shoes, I had the honor to talk to a legend that needs no introduction. Still, I will make sure that I will flatter him a little bit. Phil Doyle is one of the most significant figures in the parkour universe. His movement and technique shaped parkour to its nowadays form since the beginning of the YouTube era. This mystical being is a legendary practitioner and even more incredible personality. We had a generalist conversation about too many things to summarize and I hope that you enjoy it as much as I did. These swapping shoes with Phil Doyle. Oh nice robe
0: bro. Thank you. Obviously I don't leave my house very often so B- Guten Appetit. Yeah no I'm really sorry Louise. Basically me and Ed are going for a very long run after this. And I should have eaten this before, so I'm going to slowly eat it while we're talking, if that's okay.
1: No worries. Uh, uh, is Ed Ed Scott? Yeah. What run are you doing? Uh, it's just over eight k, I think. Is that part of your routine now, a training routine? Mm,
0: for Ed, yes. For me, no. But maybe it will be. I don't know. I mean, I run two or three k relatively frequently, but not eight. We were going to do ten, but it's really hard to find nice runs re- where we live um, without hills.
1: Mm, yeah. I I like I tried running last week for the first time after, I don't know, maybe like a year. And man, it's like, it, I feel so bored.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, I like to get into the meditative, like this active meditation state that you kind of don't think anymore that you're running.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it doesn't happen to me often, but I, I, I don't run long enough distance. And I don't really want to, to be honest with you. But I think, <laughs> well, you're quite lean. It's, it's the best way to get lean, I think. A long distance mm. run. Yeah, you're Good. a bulk dude. A little bit, not massively, but I could. Like, if I weighed ten kilos less, I should be able to jump quite a lot further. So, Ooh.
1: and then, then you get, you leave no chances to the rest of the people to catch up with your level.
0: Well, that's the plan. <laughs> that's the plan. Well, like, uh, not everyone, but obviously, like, I guess Kai and Callum Powell and Tim Champion all sit. I, I think Tim Champion's probably the heaviest, but.
1: Yeah, but he's he he seems light when he's jump.
0: People, people or like shit. people like Toby, Max, and Benj, um, Joseph Hendo. They're all a considerable amount lighter.
1: So. Yeah, and how 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 are you, man? How's life going?
0: It's actually pretty good. Um, obviously, like I guess everyone's getting sort of minor lack of focus and. Not depression, maybe that is the right word, but when I was isolating, I was very bored. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm not the kind of person who's very used to spending time at home. Um, yeah. I'm not massively into reading unless I'm doing my studying. Um, and there's not enough TV to watch. There's not enough exercise to be done. So <laughs> now, that, now that I can leave the house again, I'm good. I'm productive. I do, obviously, like everyone, I wish this would be over, but I understand as well in England. I don't know what it's, mm. like. I don't know what it's, what it's like in Portugal. Or are you, are you in Holland still or Portugal?
1: No, I'm in Portugal. Yeah, now it's really bad, man. It, Portugal has the case per capita in the roads. Wor- Portugal's have... the worst? Yeah, per capita is the worst. Wow. We have a 10 million people population and we're having 15,000 cases every day and 300 deaths, which is quite a lot. And what's your lockdown?
0: What's your lockdown like?
1: Yeah, we can go outside, practice exercise, uh, solo and around your area, not too far. Um, yeah. B- but it's okay. Like I can't complain because I, I prefer training in small groups and I can still like stay home. I, I really find stuff to do at home all the time, like guitar or talking to people, doing swapping shoes or watching YouTube videos or staying with a lady. Okay. Stuff,
0: so it's good. Good, good. As long as you're busy, you're not bored. That's good.
1: As long as you're busy, you're not bored. Philip Matthew Doyle, 2021. It's a quote. I'm going to tweet that. (laughs) And how is uni? How is university life?
0: I mean, it's not very social because I do it from my bedroom, but Mm -hmm. it's good. It's interesting. Um, It will get more interesting and harder, which I need to get used to doing more work. But other than that... What year are you now? What semester? I'm still, I'm in, I'm in year one only and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm 28 years old. So I'm going to, I'm going to graduate at 31, which is fun.
1: Yeah, it's good.
0: Economics, right? Yeah.
1: That's such a crazy, I think we talked about this before. Why economics though?
0: Because in my opinion, it's sort of the politics that actually matters. I mean, it's, 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 everyone wants it not to be true, but it is. It is true. Do you know what I mean? It is true. So, um, I'd like to learn about it. And then, I mean, potentially become a big time influencer and just make a little bit of money on the side telling store what clothes they should and shouldn't sell. Uh, Do you know what I mean? That's. (laughs) (laughs) You
1: want to study uh, economics to become an influencer with economics and not with parkour? No,
0: no, the the influencing part was a joke. (laughs) Yeah. How about being a parkour influencer? Mm, No, I mean... I'm perfectly happy with, like, keeping my Instagram up to date. And if, if anyone wants to pay me some money for some little sponsorship, then I'll definitely take it. I'm, 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 I'm approaching this from all angles now, Luis, because I actually would like to buy a house.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah, me too, man. Life goals. I want to buy a house. Cambridge or Bristol?
0: Um... Neither. Brighton? Where? No. no. Uh, closer to London, I think. Lisbon? No. <laughs> well, it'd be cheaper, <laughs> I think, wouldn't it? I think so. Yeah. But, I mean, and sunnier also. Eventually, I'll be able to buy a house in Lisbon as well. Don't you worry, Luis. I'll come see you. You can live there. Yes. Then no, no, I'm joking. Please. Um,
1: <laughs> come on, man. I can live in the little room, in the, the, the attic. Would be nice.
0: Yeah, well, you don't have to hide away in the attic. You what I'm saying is you can have the house when I'm not there and then I'll just come. Okay, perfect. I'll just come <laughs> You can pay you can pay a perfectly modest rent which will be my mortgage and then <laughs> So you you want me to buy the house for you. That's what you're saying. Well, no, cuz yeah, this is how it works. So I I pay the lump at the beginning and then you live there and that pays off the rest of the mortgage. Isn't that a really crazy concept actually? Yeah it takes away all the it takes away all the
1: the idea of if you work hard of of like starting points are the same for everyone because they clearly are not if you have a heritage you can just give the down payment to a house and then you can get someone to live there and pay the rest of the house for you yeah
0: basically what we're learning is that the game of monopoly is very accurate <laughs> as long as on paper you own the building then you're we are way better off even though you haven't actually paid for it yet because the, the down payment isn't going to be that big, is it? It's, what, um, a minimum of 10%, right? Is that the yeah. same? Yeah, it's the same in Portugal, yeah, more yeah. or less. So you could potentially pay 10% of what a house is worth and then rent it out and have a family pay off the rest of your mortgage.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, Why wasn't I born with a rich family and having a grand? Parent who died. I'm sorry to say this, a little bit harsh. <laughs>
0: uh, Louis. Yeah, 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 terrible, terrible. No, but you and, you and you can't be upset by that, and you also can't be upset with the people that do have wealthy um, ancestors and have money because of it, because they, they 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 haven't done anything wrong. And have, I I think you pe- people who have worked hard in the past deserve to give their money to their offspring. So I think it's completely fair.
1: I also think so.
0: Yeah. And then they should just they should just ideally be the kind of people potentially that don't charge extortionate rent and they be good landlords or landladies and then it's kind of then it can benefit Watch, watch, watch this.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. Sorry. I need to make a short interruption here because I have mixed opinions about this subject. I think that there is a spectrum, like the big heritages by very important families, the top 3% in the world, built their wealth during different social, economic, political contexts that nowadays are considered crimes against humanity. In Portugal and in Brazil, for example, the families that own big farmlands, thousands of properties, corporations, etc., achieved all of those because of colonialism and slavery. Moreover, the taxing system of generations' wealth are filled with flaws. So I think that heritages are only fair to a certain extent. Sorry for an interruption. Back to the talk. Watch this. And how is training going? How is your body, man? How are you feeling? I saw you got new shoes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I got... I don't know. I mean, when I was sort of 17, 16 to 20, let's say, I'd buy a pair of training shoes, and I'd destroy them. Mm-hmm. Like my, my toe would be coming out the front. There'd be holes everywhere. I'd use them until they, they honestly weren't safe or feasible to use anymore. And then I'd buy a new pair. Mm-hmm. At the moment, I actually have about seven pairs of training shoes. Wait, wait. That's good. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, Seven. All, good. All obviously, I mean, one one I haven't actually used yet. They're brand new. They're, they're like, they're uh, backup or whatever. One are very fresh. Mm-hmm. And then to be fair, a few of the other ones, because like I'll probably just keep buying some. So the four old ones, I probably <laughs> won't train in that much. I might give them mm-hmm. to people. What,
1: what shoes are you wearing now? Because I saw on your Instagram, you wear some like thick sole shoes, don't you?
0: ASICs. I like ASICs. ASICs, what? Any any of the There's a variety of gel, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I think the Gel yeah. Saga ones are the best, but there are Gel Light 3s. They're good. Uh, yeah, you say they're quite padded, but I don't see any problem with padded shoes. I'm going to do my sock videos, so I'll make up for it with the sock videos. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have enough touch
1: to wear padded shoes without the downside, the down point of having padded shoes
0: yeah and uh, they're not that they're so everyone likes those Reebok classics I think they are worse and more padded
1: yeah I used to wear Reebok classics and I think they have like this memory f- foam on the pad you know and it, yeah. you know, it kind of like if you step more with the outside of your foot the f- this whole sole is going to be like slanted and you also start to walk slanted so I stopped wearing
0: them. Yeah, the problem I have with them as well is the, the sort of body of the shoe, is wider than the sole of the shoe, and I have very wide mm. feet, so the the, the so my Asics are sort of like on the sides they're pretty straight, mm-hmm. whereas these Reeboks they're sort of like and then that do you see I don't know. If, no one's gonna know yeah. what I'm talking about when they listen to it, but because <laughs> um, I'm, 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 I'm dem- for anyone listening, I'm demonstrating with my hands to Louise. Um, but you see what I mean? So, so the, the, there's about I don't know a few millimeters of my foot either side, which is sort of protruding over the sole, which is very bad. Yeah. 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 So I'm, I'm never watching. gonna wear them. And now because of Depop, I just basically just I'm I'm always looking on Depop to see if I can find cheap Asics size nine because if there mm. are any, I will buy them. Because I'm going to destroy them anyway. So, why would I spend 60, 70 pounds on a pair of trainers? I'd rather spend 20, no. 25, 30, do a bit of haggling, end up at 40, happy days. <laughs>
1: Good. Um, but I, I, I heard on your you you changed my life when I heard the podcast of um, Motus Project, when you used the term uh, touch. Have you not, how have you not heard that before? I never heard that before. What? <laughs> That was the first time. I knew what it was, but I didn't have a word for it.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, it's the same as obviously like footballers, like if I pass you the ball and you control it well, you say nice touch. Like, I guess it's kind of similar. Your touch touch is how in sync your body is. Because it is the same as controlling a football. If you time it right with the ball coming and drop your foot back, then you're going to control it well. If your timing's off, you're not going to control it well. And it's the exact same with landing a jump. If you... If you time your feet hitting the edge of the wall and the bend of your ankle, your leg and everything, the mechanics of it, if you time it well, it's gonna be quiet and soft. If you time it badly, it will be loud and slap, so. Wow, was,
1: that was so good, man. <laughs> I'm very happy with this explanation about touch. Good analogy, on point. Kids, say thank you to Matthew Doyle. This was a class, parkour class, <laughs> high level.
0: We'll do that. We'll, we'll, we'll teach people when we're older, Luis. We're too young to teach now.
1: I'm teaching, actually. No, oh, really? I just came right now from a private lesson. I'm teaching a, a little bit older guy, a private class. What
0: One to uh, one? Uh, I guess because of COVID, one, it has to be, yeah. Because of COVID, yeah. Uh,
1: we also have a class, uh, but only outside, mm-hmm. uh, with more people. Which is, is cool. I'm enjoying it. I also want to settle down in Lisbon. I like it. Yeah. I am I, I traveled enough. I want to travel more, but right now I can't. So I'm enjoying all the time to, using the time to teach, learn something more that is coaching. So I'll I'll,
0: I'll come see you. I'll come see you. Um, Callum, Callum from Scotland says hello, by the way. I don't know if you know who I mean. Hopefully you do. Callum Johnston or the other one?
1: I think I know which one. Yeah, nice guy. I met him only once in, in Edinburgh. V-
0: very nice guy, yeah. he's Well, he's, he's in Bristol now, but uh, trapped at home. Mm, Camilla says hello to you, too. Okay, lovely. I'm saying my love. You met Camilla, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. I think a few times. She's got a good touch, too. Yeah, she's good. She's a cool person, too. <laughs> Um, I don't think I've ever really trained with her though properly. Man,
1: I like I uh, I haven't trained with a lot of girls, parkour girls, but uh, training with Camila is like is as challenging as training with anyone else. Okay, She's good. really good, really motivated, a lot of energy, and she has really good ideas for challenges. I, I really like her style. Okay, and so she's a
0: strong, man. And she is she is she in Lisbon or in Portugal? She's in Lisbon.
1: She lives two blocks away from me.
0: Oh nice. So she's my nice, like nice, training nice, buddy. Nice. And man, she's training
1: every day. She wakes up in the morning, goes train, like conditioning, and then in the afternoon she trains uh, parkour, jumping. Sounds
0: sounds a bit like Ed, who also lives roughly two blocks away from me. So <laughs> that's good. That's yeah. Uh you were saying before that you would like about
1: being uh having Instagram and keep keeping it up to date. And if you have a uh Sponsor that will pay you some money. You're up for it. Um, don't you think you were one of the first parkour influencers, man? But back then there was no money.
0: But yeah. your, videos there, was your no, videos... there was no money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is probably why I made more videos. Because it was all for me. But um, no, and also it it was like, the, it was all different. It's just, I think the reason we made videos is because we had a few friends around the world that we knew either online or we had met in person and we wanted to share what we'd done. So you'd you'd mm-hmm. you'd film like your favourite achievements and then put them together with a song. And then your your friends in different cities, like Callum from Brighton, could see what I was doing in Cambridge. I could see what he was doing in Brighton. I was always watching his videos and I think he was always watching mine. Mm-hmm. And then we visit each other. And now it's the same thing. It's just it's on Instagram, which is a platform that's sort of changed um well, I think it's changed a lot of things because sadly and I think Callum actually told me, I saw him recently, he told me that you agree with me because I sort of made a joke which is, all my jokes are based on underlying truths and I said that mm-hmm. memes and things on Instagram are slowly very n- much narrowing people's character and everyone's becoming the same. Yeah, that's true. To an extent, yeah. it's, not, it's not as true as the way I worded it but... Like everyone's using similar songs and this TikTok stuff and um
1: Yeah same, it's a, like a same joke language. Same jokes, yeah. Um, one of these days I was in the kitchen have bre- having breakfast with, with my roommate, flatmate. She's from Brighton actually, and she's showing me this video, like she's laughing out. <laughs> ha check out this video and she shows me this TikTok video and I just I couldn't find it funny. And I was like I, I I'm so sorry, but I, I don't know what's funny about it. And she's like, oh, Louise, you don't understand it. And I think that the point is that she's, I don't, I don't know TikTok. I
0: don't use TikTok. I don't scroll. We don't have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, nothing she, against it. she has a lot of but, reference but, just from previous TikToks. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but it's, it's kind of, it's, it's a bit of a far cry to say that you don't understand it because it's, as you said, it comes across like a language. It's not a language. It's not about it's not about understanding and there's no actual joke there so the fact that you don't find it funny is not an ignorance on your part I would argue Yeah
1: Yeah but well but it sh- it should be a little bit like parkour more or less because if you don't know parkour and you see a high level video of someone like the, the some challenge that you are doing and I can understand the challenge and I can understand how difficult it is. And I can really evaluate, kind of evaluate or judge even uh, the difficulty of the challenge. But for someone who doesn't understand and who is not in the role, they will not understand the difference between your challenge or just a layout backflip.
0: Yeah. So So what um, um, this this might be a challenge for you. Um, Can you describe to me what happened in this TikTok video? I don't even remember. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. No, I don't no. Let's move
1: on. Let's move on. Don't worry, don't worry. Let's move on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I really don't understand. I don't remember, actually. But it was something like the guy says something and then he starts dancing.
0: And it's, That's it's, it. it's a meme. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and memes, I think, are a bit of a language. And some of them, mm-hmm. some of them really do kind of upset me because a lot of them are statements which come across like they're absolute truths. But they're just complete nonsense, <laughs> and and a lot a lot of them to, a lot of them maybe because of like lockdown and COVID, a lot of them are to do with like communication. So loads of them are just like pictures of people's messaging conversations, and I'm just like, oh. mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe one out of ten are actually funny. Yeah,
1: <laughs> if you're if you're inside of the world of TikTok and of the memes, you understand better the the joke. But uh, to be honest, nothing against it. I just prefer to not spend my time with it right now. Maybe in a few months I will. I will get into it and I will enjoy it. Yeah. But right now I don't want so much to be inside of this role. Well, you just,
0: you just need a nice little company paying you some monthly wage to be silly on TikTok and then, then why not? Because it's, <laughs> it's, it's very, it's, it's not, it's, it's hardly even work. If you can film yourself and make money from it, like you already are doing it. Yeah. especially if it's parkour related
1: what would be your your dream sponsor
0: well we spoke about my trainers so i guess maybe we'll start with asics <laughs>
1: <laughs> well what a fast answer quick answer yeah
0: sharp well i mean i th- th- if i could have a constant constant good trainers and like ideally i think like a company that big giving you free stuff for you to then promote their brand is actually a bit of an insult i'd say if they're not paying <coughs> if they're not paying you money as well i would deny the sponsorship personally
1: and why do you think we don't have more brands like asic sponsoring parkour actually asic sponsored uh ashigaru but i think it was just like a free shoes free trainers
0: i know they they had the stores all design their own shoe J- just not not the actual shoe not the body of it but um Mm -hmm. they could add like a cool bit of style to it. Um, I can't remember where they were on a job, but I think partly because a lot of parkour athletes aren't really business savvy enough to go out and get an agent. That could be why. I think a good agent could probably get some of the big influences in the parkour game, a sponsorship like that, because they know how to approach it. They have connections. Um, They're vouched for by other people who are sort of big in that world, I imagine. We're all very new to this. Mm -hmm. you see so if i sent asics an email they i mean i don't have enough of a following yet anyway but one day maybe a Mm well-worded professional email you never know because think about it what's it to them to give me let's say a thousand pounds a month and unlimited trainers that's that's that still wouldn't put a dent in their business
1: yeah so what would do you think the the only thing is that we don't have uh proper marketing strategy kind of like uh, an agent or an image or or product i don't know
0: yeah also it's kind of um although skateboarding is i don't know i think parkour sadly has a bit of a rebellious reputation Mm. which doesn't go well with a lot of brands like maybe sports brands for example which are kind of like buy the book go running go to the gym sort of uh, I don't know how to word it but more fitted with society if that makes sense whereas the annoying thing is I don't see parkour as rebellious at all yeah it isn't like in in its roots it's not um, I think it's just the fact that to make it most enjoyable for people like me it it needs to be in an environment that wasn't made for the purpose of doing parkour. So, like, parkour gyms are never as fun to train on. hmm The same way some skaters might much prefer, like, finding a skate spot as opposed to going to a bowl or a skate park because it takes the fun out of it because I, I very much enjoy creating the challenge, finding the challenge in a new urban environment. Whereas if the challenge has been made by some, like, some dude in Australia, for example...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: People designing gyms—it's not, and it, and it's all a bit more square and blocky, like New York. It's not, yeah. not like old Cambridge with curvy roads. You see know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good analogy, also. Yeah, but the this rebellious part is also, also what attracts uh, a lot of that. That gets a lot of, a lot attraction of traction to parkour, to parkour by, by the masses, masses because, because if someone doesn't know parkour when they They see it. They will think like, "Oh, look at these guys! How they jump on rooftops, or how they can run away from the police, or like you could never catch this guy. Uh, He's like a video game, like assassins." Yeah,
0: yeah, but doesn't does that upset you a little bit?
1: It it does upset me that that's the way that the media portray us, and I think that it's up to us. Once again, I always say that it's up to us to show parkour as it actually is because when you go and you see a parkour training is a bunch of nerds youtube uh internet people <laughs> it's like a fit nerds really that's what parkour people are more or less uh, kind of not all but yeah, yeah most part of I the mean, people came from internet
0: yeah true 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 but like all types of people the thing that some people never forget or remember i mean or often forget and don't realize, and. Maybe you'll disagree because you're talking about representing parkour in a certain way. Whenever I see people being criticised like Nightscape or Storo, when they're doing these... I mean, all the Storo ones were fake. But when people get criticised for sort of representing parkour in a bad way, this is uh, the interpreter being an idiot in my mind. Because parkour is parkour. How people do parkour and um, portray it in the media will never change parkour in a good or a bad way parkour is an activity of like climbing and jumping around on obstacles do you see what i mean that doesn't have a philosophy that doesn't have uh like political opinion or it doesn't have um it doesn't nor it doesn't abide or go against uh society's laws do you see what i mean it's an activity so I don't think it, I don't think it actually should be able to be represented in a bad way. I think that's people sort of reaching far.
1: Yeah, but the thing is that then you see on the internet, it's it's not a the parkour is always just jumping. It's just an activity, it's a sport. So as many others, but then when we give a title on our videos on like escaping from police or uh, late for school, and these videos go super viral and. It's many more millions of people watching that than watching like a uh, Professor Longhair and the Big Chief that actually has really good reach yeah. also. But it's many more people watching this side of parkour because it's more attractive to the masses than just a training video or vlog or whatever.
0: Let me put it this way, right? Martial arts are respected, most of them. Yeah? As disciplines, mm-hmm. art forms, self-defense, all this. Someone fighting in a pub is frowned upon. One of them might be using the skills from martial arts. That doesn't mean that martial arts themselves are bad. Do you see what I mean? So someone, yes, running away, point. someone running away from the police using skills they got from parkour, the running away from the police is frowned upon. The skills that they use to do so can't be frowned upon. Same way. Do you see what I mean?
1: Yeah, but if you're a martial artist, you're not uh, going out there and publishing that. Oh, this is how I kick this guy as in a bar, and parkour people use this to reach more people.
0: That's only true for a lot of, like, very skilled people and people that might do it professionally. There are loads of people who have learnt martial arts, and then I'm sure they've used them, be it self-defense or to actually aggressively harm someone. Not all of them are hiding the fact that they're skilled at what they're doing, and again, mm-hmm. I think it still stands that the, the parkour skill itself can't be frowned upon because of these silly videos... People, Urbex people, climbing cranes, and all this nonsense, running away from security. Yeah, exactly, that's the act itself.
1: Completely agree with you. Yeah, that it should not be frowned upon just because some people do it this way and publish it this way. But that's also my point. Is like uh, it's up to us also. To
0: you you think okay? I I kind of agree with you as well. Is, if we if we have a, an opportunity to represent it in a better way, that is going to get more people to do it maybe
1: and it's what i see a lot from the story guys that i really really respect them for is that they in the beginning when they were starting to blow up on youtube they were doing some of these videos of escaping rooftop escape they're not doing this anymore they are over with it i can see that they don't want at least to me it seems that they are not interested on doing uh rooftop escape videos they are doing different types of Videos that are way closer to real parkour training than than just the frowned upon parkour. Um, But it would be super nice that we stop with this rebellious... uh, Now, we can
0: have a little bit of it because it's cool and it's badass.
1: And because parkour is rebellious because you do it in a place
0: that... But again, it's it's almost... um, There's a book I need to read by Carla, actually. I haven't read it yet, but I think that talks about things like this. It's... um, And there's also, there's a quote in a song. The person says, um, a fistful of quarters, it's American, a fistful of quarters leads to disqualification, but a fistful of dollars be the shit that's ruling the nation. And similarly, the store guys, who obviously they're kind of, they are blowing up a little bit now, but little people on YouTube making their own, like, sort of stunt sequence, where people, because it's fake, so they're running away from fake security on rooftops, they're making a low-budget stunt sequence, whereas that is seen in many Hollywood movies and respected. Mm-hmm. And it's like the wealthy people within Hollywood allowed to do it, but they're not allowed to do it for their YouTube video. Yeah, you see what I mean?
1: Yeah, yes, that's a good point. It's true. It's true. And do you see that the parkour POV videos—they are actually way cooler uh, action sequences than
0: the. the yeah, Hollywood well, well, that's sequence. that that that's why Michael Bay got the stories in the film in the first place. <laughs> yeah.
1: And that's why I hope that Hollywood stunts are going to get always better and better. Because yeah, it's yeah, more yeah. If, people if, com- if,
0: competent. If we can get Danny Elabaco on his rollerblades filming stunts in LA, that would be, that would be very good. Because if you, if you could have a stunt scene in a movie where the per- like someone's beside them doing the same stunts, which I think Danny is actually capable of doing, yeah. and Dom maybe, just like land, take it on the shoulder... As long as you get, the, as long as you get the shot, and they're la- like, imagine they're landing before you land, so you film them land and roll, and then you just get taken out by the rooftop. That's fine. <laughs> you could break the camera. As long as got you the can, shot. You, yeah, you could even break the camera, just not the SD card. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, I was, you were talking about it yesterday. I had a long conversation with Caio, the 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 brain behind the Arch Club. Um, about parkour, like we don't, oh, fuck, I broke my mask right now. I've 2020. Been, uh, have you got a span? Yeah, I have a bunch, of course, 2020, 21 skills, having masks. But anyway, I was uh, talking to Kyle. And, like, we don't need to give a label to parkour. We don't need to put it in a box. Like, parkour is parkour, and that's all it is. Just parkour is parkour. People jumping rooftops, very natural, very normal. I mean, it
0: it does need to be just to the extent of communication. It needs a a bit of a definition. It could be a loose one. mm Mm-hmm, yeah.
1: Yeah. But... um, I, I, I defend that I advocate the point that parkour is way m- closer to a martial art than to any other activity. Would you agree with me?
0: Mm, uh, but the thing is, I don't know the big, the big, the big uh, lack of something in common is you're not, you're not. There's no, there's no back and forth with anyone else. Whereas martial arts, you need an opponent. Do you see what I mean? I understand the practice of it, I think, is probably most similar to martial arts. But, like, you're... I guess you could, so the... you, you could try and argue that the obstacles... You're, 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 <laughs> you're, you're acting and reacting with the obstacles in your environment the same way you would with a person. But the, the, the person is animated, whereas in parkour, everything's... I mean, hopefully inanimate, <laughs> because otherwise you might, it might break and you hurt yourself
1: yeah (laughs) yeah yeah that's that's a part of the the argument but martial arts um you don't need to only practice for combat you can practice for spiritual person uh, purposes or well-being or health like tai chi yeah like tai chi or like aikido or like Wushu, that is much more about the choreography than the actual yeah, 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 okay. fighting. Yeah, but anyway, it's, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to drift away from this. You can think about it and give me a talk about it. But have you seen this video that came out yesterday about a guy doing a roof? No, like a, a jump, a gap, and the wall completely broke and his leg went inside of the thing? Yeah, and it came out. Just, yeah.
0: Is it, is it, was it filmed recently or is it just a re-upload?
1: I don't know if it's a real plot.
0: But anyway, I think before we look at that, I would argue, and I always have, I think parkour is closest to rock climbing. I like, I agree. Tell me why. it's why I think so. because, at least the, w- the way I train parkour it is because you go to... Let's, uh, bouldering is what I mainly have experience in. I haven't really used ropes or done proper trad climbing, but um, you go to a bouldering gym or you find a rock face and... You have a limited amount of holds, hands and feet to get to the top. Or in a climbing wall, you use just the orange ones. You've got to get to the highest orange one, touch both hands and then go down. The same method- methodology is applied to how I train parkour. So I'll go to one of the spots in Bristol, me and Ed and Eli or whatever, and we'll warm up and then we'll find a challenge where, like to a similar extent, you are, you're limiting what you touch and trying to form a path out of it. Do you see what I mean? Yes. So I view it it as problem-solving. Even to make it smooth and fluent and also to have maximum power on some of the jumps, you're limiting the number of steps within your Mm -hmm. run-ups as well. So it's all... That's how I see it. I think it's very similar to climbing.
1: Yeah, me too. Just more more three-dimensional. Yeah, and... uh, It's just, yeah, different different place you do it and a different set of moves but climbing and parkour are so related nowadays too if you see the road competitions of bouldering they do laches like people do in parkour they have to do a tic tacs and like strides but uh, vertical strides oh really
0: competing. okay yeah you
1: can call it that is more like parkour uh parkour challenge this is a this is a project that is more like a parkour type of project they say it this way Uh, okay
0: wicked yeah i know all i remember is whenever parkour people do go rock climbing they're always they're always they're not as good at the climbing or the small holds but when it comes to like a dino with a big hold they can always do (laughs) it yeah it's true it's true
1: and there's so many good people climbing now parkour people climbing now
0: well they definitely complement each other very much i think Mm-hmm. My do you like climbing? Mm, I enjoy it. I don't do it very often.
1: Mm. Let, let, let me see if I can find the video and send it to you now. Uh, oh man, that was so gnarly! But that, that was, was an animated, animated obstacle. That thing, bro. Yeah, 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 really yeah, yeah. Bad.
0: Is it? Is it? Does he jump to a sign?
1: No, like a two like kind of marble walls. Okay. Oh. Uh, the the landing one. Oh fuck! He broke his leg really bad. Oh no! I man, I'm. We cannot. We don't need to talk about this. I can send you. Well, you you <laughs> started you it. Let
0: me watch it. And they can. Huh? They can. They can hear my reaction. It won't be a bad one. Don't worry. Okay, I sent. I sent
1: you one chat on here on Zoom.
0: Oh what? How the hell do I? Okay, that sounds like. Oh there it is. Um. There's a whole vlog
1: be- before it. Let me go, let me try to find the moment of the jump. Oh, like five minutes,
0: five ten. Oh, no, no, I've seen it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is a sign. Ah, it's a sign? I think it's a sign, yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, it's true.
0: Um, ah, man. Yeah, his leg gets caught and he falls and hangs over. Uh-huh. Oh God. Oh yeah, I've seen it before. I don't want to watch it again. I reckon do you reckon he lo- he I reckon, I think he lost flesh. He must have lost quite a bit of flesh from his leg. Yeah.
1: I think he's the one of the worst parkour bails I've ever seen in my life. Not
0: mm, good. Not good. Not not good. good. Not, not, no. good. not not good. No. Bail- so don't, don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Check check, check your landings. Check, check first. your landings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <Always. laughs>
1: um okay, so there's a part of uh, of swapping shoes of this podcast that it's called Tac. mm Mhm. It's a classic interview thing. I give you two options. You pick one of them. Okay, cool. Ready. Big jam or small groups? Small groups. Jazz or hip hop? Uh, hip hop with jazz influence. Pizza or pasta? Pasta. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Strides or plyos? Strides.
0: Cat pass or thieves? Ooh. Ooh. I mean, thieves are more awesome, but you could do a lot more with it. <laughs> you, you, could, you could do a lot more with a cat pass i think dive kongs or dash vaults dive kongs but i think dash vaults are easier and you think they're easier yeah i think they're easier and and they're you and you could you could conquer a bigger distance and they feel they they maybe feel just as awesome because a dash vault you can bail out of easily you can speed step you can pre Whereas a dive kong, you kind of if you don't dive kong, I mean nothing good's gonna happen there. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> yeah, I like dash far
0: dash votes are beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very satisfying to just Very miss satisfying. When you, you miss both feet and then you are like ah, oh, you come out because if you <sighs> went in far, yeah, beautiful. <laughs> yeah when it goes exactly that, that that you don't have a lot of impact with your hands yeah yeah yeah, just, yeah like just, you're, just you're, that you're, correct momentum your legs are straight and your feet your heels and your ass were both very close to the wall then that's <laughs> that's the thing of beauty and the last one is uh ilabaka of um i don't judge people on skill i judge them on character and i actually like them both But me and and Danny are like, we're like, we're very, very close. (laughs) Oleg, Oleg, I spent a lot of time with him in LA years ago. He's a good dude, but I don't know him that well. I haven't spoken to him years. (laughs) Danny, I stay in touch with. What were you doing in LA? Smoking weed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sorry, that was, that was, smoking weed and playing Mario Kart and basketball. That's actually the most of what we did. (laughs) <laughs> um and then intermittently doing different bits of work mm-hmm. teaching yeah. or so you could
1: uh afford smoking weed playing Mario <laughs> Kart and playing basketball
0: no no well well I, I was I was I was in LA many times and um yeah if we ever if me and Ben Jenks ever we're being flown out to America for work. We just always extend our trip by two weeks and go to LA and see our friend Travis. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a hot tub, a pool, a basketball hoop, and a big TV, <laughs> a big TV, and a Nintendo Wii. So that was actually genuinely. I hope there aren't too many kids listening, but I mean, I haven't smoked weed in about eight years, if that helps. Um, but oh, really? Back then, I did. Yeah. Good man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did something
1: of, for, 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 for your early 20s, man. I don't know if it's very good. I also stopped smoking weed. Yeah, really?
0: I... It I, wasn't I, giving me anything. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I enjoyed it at first, and then I did it for maybe two years. And towards the end of the two years, it just made me lazy. That's yeah. it. So I quit. Um, yeah, I think, it, I think it's actually perfectly fine. It's like a late adolescent phase that people go through and it's it's a social thing like you don't even have you don't even have to necessarily enjoy it but if you meet up with friends and share a spliff i think that's it's a part of life yeah, yeah. and i but i would love to be one of
1: those people who can smoke and have a very high functional life
0: yeah but i can have a high functional life without smoking so what's the point <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean yes i think i don't know maybe in the, maybe i'd like a little tiny tiny bit of hash but that's only i think if i had trouble sleeping i might invest in some hash just to smoke a tiny bit before bed but i sleep like a baby at the moment as long as <laughs> as long as i'm productive in the day and i do enough exercise it was, yeah. it, was it was hard. it was hard obviously during when i had because i had i had covid recently so i mm-hmm. had to fully properly isolate for just under two weeks mm-hmm. and yeah that was kind of Hard to keep busy only being in the house and not seeing friends because obviously this is nice catching up. But imagine if we were actually together on a walk, go get a yeah. nice coffee, do some training. That would be so yeah. much better than this. Forgive me. Yeah. But I will come. Uh, I'll come to Lisbon soon.
1: Yes. Yes. Come, on, man. Um, how was it COVID for you?
0: Um. So I went to bed at about midnight, and then I woke up at like. 2.30 in the morning really cold mm-hmm. very cold and I had a bit of quite a bit of a headache so I put the heating on I got in my dressing gown I got on under, under the covers I had a rubbish sleep and then I sort of slept in the morning more and still had like what felt like I, I don't know if it was a high temperature because I didn't check my temperature but mm-hmm. I felt feverish I felt really cold when I, it wasn't that cold had a headache till about Four or five in the afternoon, and then it sort of I'd had some paracetamol, and it would it it faded away mostly, and then by the next mm. day, I was fine,
1: yeah, same to me, it happened the same to me
0: yeah twenty twenty less. twenty four hours and it was yeah gone,
1: yeah, I woke up a little bit of a headache, a little bit of colds, and then. I was like kind of tired. I slept during the whole day. And then I took a paracetamol at the end of the day. The day after I woke up and I was fresh. Yeah, And yeah, I was yeah, nice. like working out, but I knew that that could have been COVID. So I just got a test. It was positive. I stayed home isolated for yeah.
0: two weeks. Yeah, yeah, same. I got a test and it was positive. I mean, maybe I got the old strain. I don't know. Um, and because apparently people are talking about symptoms coming back, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I don't want to be scared. So I'd rather arrogantly pretend I'm fine. Yeah, yeah,
1: everything's going to be fine soon. And you're going to come to Lisbon. I can't wait, really.
0: Yeah, well, maybe, maybe even this summer, depending on what's going on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm I think looking it at. It should be fine. I actually found. Fl- <coughs> I don't know why, and maybe it's because LA is not great at the moment, same as England. So maybe I can't go. But flights this summer to LA are really cheap. Mm. Like, like outrageously cheap. <laughs> so I might book a flight to LA, but then there's the risk of me not actually being able to go so i don't know i'm talking to people out there maybe i can teach at the gyms as well yeah in
1: the worst case scenario you get reimbursed because they are reimbursing it's a it, little bit of a
0: hassle i thought it was a lot of hassle but obviously you can't get to la on ryanair so maybe it's easier to get the refund <laughs> back yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> ryanair and easyjet are the worst ones but they don't fly that far
1: all right field it was a pleasure talking to you,
0: catching up, man. Thank you very much. And you as well. No, no, no. And let's actually plan something this summer. Yes. Let's, Although, let's, to, let's. Be, to be perfectly honest with you, I've come to see you in Lisbon. I don't think you've been to see me in England.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll go to... I've been, I've been a king to go to England for quite a while, like to Brighton. And that seems, it seems like there's a really good scene there now. Yeah, and Bristol now also you have really good people so yeah, Bristol, yeah I'm Bristol, gonna do Spain. it this summer as soon as uh, UK is not the death land anymore because right now it's really yeah right now <laughs> it's,
0: I mean it's, it's it's no worse than Portugal so <laughs> yes as soon as everything is better we, we plan something
1: beautiful have a great run I will Ed. I will send him a
0: big hug cool I'll see and him. we send talk him soon perfect we stay on right yeah
1: thank you for listening to this episode of swapping shoes i hope you enjoyed it it was cool i liked it too Uh, let me know who you want to listen in the next episode and uh, don't forget that if you want to support swapping shoes just click in the description here and you can donate have a great week of training great weekend i need to sneeze ciao